my God. Reporting for duty. Pube slippers is in <laughs> the house. We are good to go. Okay, well, um, welcome. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. I can call you Sean is fine, yeah. Welcome to Medad Stuff and Nonsense all the way. Where are you at the moment, by the way? Are you at home? I know, uh, I'm actually in uh, Vancouver. I'm I'm helping teach a uh, obstetrical management course. So oh, cool. Right up right up your alley. All sorts of yeah, sim and all, all that. Phone all sorts of you still got your Halloween costume on while you're doing your teaching because <laughs> I think it would provide a really good visual aid. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think we're kind of, given this is an audio medium, we're probably going to have to describe the um, costume. So, um, Shana, do you want to do the honours of um, what your Halloween costume was and why? Oh, absolutely. So the idea was to have the scariest Halloween costume. And as a gynecologist, um I'm not the most creative gynecologist. And so uh, you think about scary gynecologic situations, one of it which would be a contraception fail or an unplanned pregnancy. And uh, given that um, a uterus really lends itself to a rather splendid evening gown, um, <laughs> the... Um, so the arms were fallopian tubes. I had some uh, balloon ovaries um, hanging off my sleeves and um, some rather lovely uh, diamond bodied sperm that were coursing their way uh, oh, up the body of the uterus. Um, and on my head was an IUCD fascinator uh, <laughs> that had perforated through uh, the... Uh, probably close to the cornua somewhere. Um, and I think really, um, you know, any gynecologist can dress up as a, a uterus, but I think what really topped the costume off uh, was the pube slippers. And the the detail on, on these uh, pubic hair slippers uh, were that I actually bought a slash wig so Slash being the oh. lead guitarist from Guns N' Roses. And yeah. that's actually what I chopped up and glue gunned to an old pair of theater shoes uh, to make the pube slippers. So that's the, uh, that, that was the making of, uh, of the uh, scariest ever Halloween costume and unplanned pregnancy. I'm just looking at this the the photo of it that that you put onto Twitter and it is actually absolutely magnificent. Um, how the, the hell did you make? How did you make that IUD? Uh, it was just out of packing foam. Uh, it was in a recycling bin and. Uh, oh, you've molded you know, it. Late one evening, after <laughs> finally getting uh, the kids in bed. Instead of cleaning the kitchen, I I uh, crafted a, an IUD with a kitchen knife and uh, some recycling. It's absolutely fabulous. And as of today, which is um, it's Saturday night there in Vancouver, Canada, and Sunday afternoon here in um, Australia, um, it's had 581 likes and 98 retweets. She's oh, a wow. genius. Says, yeah, and like- we're 
Here it comes. She's a Virginia. Virginia. I'll take it. And look, I reckon this this particular outfit, aside from being scary to myself as a gynecologist as well, you could so teach in this outfit. Oh, I did. It was fascinating how many uh, discussions around, you know, anatomy, around contraception, uh, around all sorts of stuff I, I was able to have when I was, uh, when I was wearing it. So, um, yeah, no immediate plans, though. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Well, I, I, I personally think you could actually like teach medical students and also, and maybe and, yeah, high and school, school kids, right? Absolutely. You know, like, you know, like my kids are starting to get taught a few things. My eldest is 11 and uh, wouldn't it be great for the educator to come dressed up like that? Hey, you could, you know, oh. sort of all the elements of anatomy, you know, before absolutely. Well, I think the pub slippers would absolutely start a conversation because there's a whole lot of people to, that have forgotten that pubic hair exists. Well, absolutely. it often with bloody everyone gets it lasered off these days, right? And I would say that from a logistical perspective, uh, the the pube slippers did get a lot of things stuck in them. So uh, it is it, it's uh, it's fall in Canada, and uh, so there's all these leaves around, twigs, berries. It's just a, an absolute nightmare. And if you can imagine trying to to dance in, it's everybody stepping on your pubes. It's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Oh my god! Because um, lots of people seem to, to not notice them. Like there were kind of multiple rounds of retweets and comments, and then afterwards, people kind of had noticed your feet, and they went, "Oh my god, are those pubes slippers? That's hysterical." Um, yeah. So to be fair, when I did go trick or treating with uh, with my kids, I did trade up um, the uh, the slippers for uh, some red uh, rubber boots, uh, which oh. I thought were also appropriate, but just you know really a bit more practical to practical to be honest um so, so on. you said dancing so where can you just give us a rundown of where you wore this costume like, oh right yeah so actually the kids but where did so you I wear? did, yeah. So on Halloween, I did, I did go trick or treating in it. With, uh, I did have to wear multiple layers under underneath because it's a bit chilly these days. Uh, but uh, the weekend before Halloween, uh, one of my uh, good friends, who's also the uh, the charge nurse on the maternity unit, uh, was turning fifty, um, and so she had a big costume party, and uh, that was where. Uh, I got to have a lot of discussions around uh, what my costume meant. And one of my favorite discussions was uh, actually with my uh, my friend's uh, daughter who was there, um, who um, is 11. And she came up and she looked at me. And it was a very long time because this is something that they've been discussing at school. And she... she wasn't too sure and she just came up and looked at me she walked away then she came back and she said you you are making babies it's <laughs> 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 just absolutely spot on that's a bold 11 year old that's really good oh, i was just saying my 11 year old has become a bit strange in that department like we've always had on our bookshelf amongst all the sort of kitty books, we've had all the, um, you know, where do I come from and age appropriate, you know, like Kaz Cook's book, 
talking about, you know, childhood development and puberty and all the rest. We've always had various versions of those books on our bookshelves, so we can kind of read them and dip into them when the kids are interested. But just in the last, oh, I don't know, six months or year or so, I've noticed my 11-year-old starting to get really embarrassed. And so... I was talking to my eight-year-old about one of these books and we're talking about vaginas and the 11-year-old's like, don't say that word. So then, of course, the um, I've got a nine-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old son who so are at the dinner table and they're just chanting vagina, vagina, vagina. And she's Oh, that's excellent. So <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? I sort of, it reminds me that it's good to talk about these things before they're too humiliated to kind of sit at the table with you. The uh, idea that you're supposed to use kind of body science and talk about scientific terminology for bodies with kids has been a really interesting learning curve for me with my kids who are quite young. And so they were quite delighted by this costume and especially my my five-year-old and she loves everything sparkly and pink and dressy and she couldn't quit it took her a while to think about you know she asked a lot of questions and she couldn't quite figure out why I needed such furry slippers for my costume (laughs) and she said mom is there fur on a uterus and I said oh no sweetie there's no fur on a uterus and then she paused and she thought and she said well mom then is there is there fur on a vulva (laughs) <laughs> but yes, yes, there's fur on a vulva. I love the you have fur on your vulva when you're a grown-up. There was a um, discussion on Twitter about, I don't know, four or six weeks ago about um, use of appropriate language, including the terms vulva and vagina. And there was this magnificent um, tweet from a woman somewhere in South, um, in the southern states of America um, who was, um, it was a video of her talking about that she teaches her, her, her children the, the anatomical language and, and she was trolled atrociously. Yeah. There were so many nasty comments from people saying, I'm not using that language with my children, that's not appropriate, blah, 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 and it was just outrageous um, because these are the actual anatomical words. Like do we make up? Um, you know, a really childlike word for ear or nose or eye. Maybe we should. And we wonder why they become taboo and problematic later on. Yeah. And also letting kids know what the proper terms are for, no, just learning about their own bodies. And so they actually know what's okay and what's not okay when yeah. others are interacting with them or or touching inappropriately and all that Uh, because if you don't know about your own body and you don't know how to describe it and talk about it you don't have access to to being able to to share those things with trusted adults so that's the other piece of it that's critically important so the answer is halloween costumes featuring (laughs) designers (laughs) and then just to close that off were you the scariest costume? Did anything beat it? Yeah, I think it's uh, there. There were um, 
There were some other ideas about what might be scarier, you know, like a cord prolapse. But uh, I do think <laughs> unplanned, uh, you know, contraception fails certainly uh, are a, a unique type of, of anxiety. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to um, chat about it because it, it went so far on social media as well. Um, it was... Um, the uh, the stu- the medical students I was working with uh, also brought it up, um, and uh, it it was fun to have those discussions with them as well because I do think that we uh, we need more humor in medicine um, yeah. in uh, inappropriate ways, uh, but I think that you know it needs to be included in medical education. We need to find ways to uh, respond to our patients' humor as well, and that's certainly something that um, I, uh, I I love to do and do with varying amounts of success, obviously. Um, but I think it's something in medicine that we could uh, use a lot more of. Mm-hmm.